Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello and welcome. So here we are on Wednesday. So in the maintenance group, weigh in Wednesday, where we weigh in on all things um, maintenance and mindfulness. So as always, um, we have Kim today, who is our weight loss group manager. Hello, Kim. Hello. And joining us today, we have Shannon. So Shannon is a member in maintenance with us. So Shannon did her first group um, in the spring of 2023, lost um, 35 pounds, went on to learn lose 10 more, but then signed up for the fall group to solidify and took it very seriously. So I really want to dive into that. So hello, Shannon. How are you? Hi, thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here today. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad for you to share your experiences and your story because, you know, when we were talking, um, you said a few things I thought, oh, that's really going to resonate with a few members. So, um, you know, let's get right into it. So First things first, I really want to talk about, um, you know, you had said that you went into the fall program to do solidifying and you took it seriously. But first of all, you also mentioned that you went through this massive situational change. So you were at home while you did it, but then you had to go back to work in September, you know, right when you're starting your maintenance journey. So how how was that for you? Right. Well, I, I felt um Going back to work, I felt like I was in that group of people that Gina said are at a risk of gaining the weight back. So number one, I had lost almost all of my weight in one program. I lost a huge mm -hmm. percentage of my body weight. And then secondly, going from being home full time to going to work full time. So I had like a double whammy. So I thought I really have to do this solidifying and take it very seriously because I was afraid I was going to gain all that weight back. So I, as soon as the first group ended in September, I just thought to myself, I'm going to start solidifying right away. Like there's no point in waiting till the fall. So I just started right away. I just, I didn't really do the program again. I kind of followed the, the general eating plan. And mm -hmm. then when the fall came and I went back to work, I didn't actually officially sign up for the group, but I followed along on the podcasts. And, um, at that point I had some colleagues at work that saw my transformation and they joined Livy also. And so I had a nice support group at work, which was great. And I kept, um, I listened to the podcast every day to feel that connection with the community, which really helps me a lot. Yeah. I, I think that's so important. You know, we talk so much about the community and the, the weight loss community and the community that we're building here. And, you know, when we have these fears or uncertainties come up, you know, leaning on that community, not only, you know, through the group or through the podcast, so you feel connected, but finding your own community with those other, you know, with people that were around you that made a big difference for you. It was, it was huge. I'd say I was almost, 
like they would come to me and ask me questions about what do you do this? What do you do now? What do you do if this happens? And I felt like I had a lot of answers and I always told them to go to Facebook and ask questions because I know you have a wonderful support team there. So I always encourage them to ask questions on Facebook, but also mm -hmm. I was trying to answer some questions too. So I felt like this is great. Like people are coming to me and asking me for advice and wow. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. And it, you know, that's helping you on your journey as well. Cause it's bringing back, you know, it's bringing you reminders to the forefront for you and having you talk about it and still feel connected. You know, we always encourage people, you know, if you, if you feel like you need to redo the program again, you know, to really solidify, you know, the community is there. And I think, you know, we, Kim, you can attest to that in the weight loss group, like how the community that's being built there and the support system that's being there, not only for us in maintenance, but, you know, for those that are in weight loss too. Yeah, definitely. That community is everything. And I was just saying to someone the other day, I think it was um, Sharon, who was on the Spill the Tea yesterday, that, you know, that community and those little groups are super important for really keeping you connected because there's so many levels of that community that we have around here in both the maintenance and the weight loss group. Yeah. So, um, Shannon, everyone wants to know, what do your, what do you think your top tips are for surviving situational change? I mean, that's, let's give our members something to take away here. What do you, what for do you think sure. worked for you? Well, I think, um, one of the things that really helped was the meal planning and the preparation. So on Sundays, I would spend a couple of hours in the kitchen doing batch cooking. And so that mm. made it easier to make sure I had my healthy meals, my nutritious meals to eat during the week when I was working. So that was a, a really big difference from when I was off work. Um, the other thing I did is I continued wearing my Fitbit and I made sure every day that I got my 10,000 steps in. That was a priority for sure. Um, some other things that I did when I would go on my walks, I would always listen to the podcast. So I wanted to stay connected, even though I wasn't officially a part of the group. And then I also um, joined the maintenance group and would listen to those podcasts. So I would I was listening to all the podcasts I could get my hands on. Um, I felt like that really kept me motivated. And um, I started going to the gym and exercising. So I started resistance training. I used to work out a lot. Um, then when perimenopause hit and I started gaining weight, I just kind of stopped going to the gym. And so now building up that muscle that I used to have, that's really important for me. So I, and I do yoga also now. So I'm going to the gym, yoga, uh, stretching classes. Um, so I, I'm really trying to make like exercise a priority now also, which before yeah. when I was doing my weight loss, it was all walking. I did nothing but walking. I felt like that's all I had the capacity for at that point in time. And now I'm expanding. And it, yeah. And it sounds like you just, you know, you really like you had a plan, like you said, you did your meal prepping and you just tried to keep up some of those good habits. So, you know, even though so much was changing for you, you were able to carry through mm -hmm. some of those, so habit, those, you know, habits and make it a priority. Because you knew that that was going to help you and, you know, maybe things, the things around you weren't the, the same or as ideal as you wanted them to be or as they had been. But now you're able to carry those same habits through to help you help you maintain and help you solidify. For sure. And I knew it was working, too, because I actually kept losing weight. Um, I lost another 10 pounds and 
I wasn't doing downsizing. I wasn't like splitting my meals in half. I was just eating nutritious meals and eating mindfully. And the weight just kept coming off. Um, finally, now I've stabilized. I haven't lost any more weight for like the past month. So I feel like I've, I've hit that sweet spot now. So I've mm-hmm. really been solidifying for six months now. And so I feel like I'm probably testing the waters now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little more lenient, like with my dinners. Yeah. Well, it's an exciting place to be, right? Like we're do. Well, so you went through that transition and now you, you know, you, like you said, you took it seriously, you felt it out. And now here you are again in this other transition, um, you know, of this testing the waters and it's an exciting place to be. I'm sure it comes up with its own feelings and its own, you know, um, I don't know what's, what's the word. I don't want to say apprehensions because it's not really an, an apprehension. It's not a negative feeling, but I'm sure it brings up whole new feelings again. For sure. The one thing I wanted to share with the group was um, the changes in my body while I was solidifying. Mm-hmm. I um, I had some loose skin after losing the 35 pounds. It was like entering the summer. So I, I could put a bikini on. And so I was wearing a bikini in the summer and I could see this weird looking skin on my legs and on my tummy and my arms. And I thought, oh, that's not great. And I know Gina was saying like, things will keep changing. Just trust the process, just be patient. And it actually worked. Um, Like all the weird skin is gone now. Mm. And I haven't done anything special. Like I was doing dry brushing during the program, during the weight loss. And, um, like moisturizing my skin and I was really afraid of getting wrinkly and Mm. it's, it's all like, everything's kind of smoothed out now. Like it's, it's incredible. The changes that happen in your body during solidifying. You know, it's so true because we talk about that so much in weight loss, like the way that we're losing it with the Livy method is, you know, we're losing it in layers. You're not going to have these pockets. It's going to, um, give your skin and your body time to regenerate all over. And, you know, it's, it's hard to believe until you see it or until you hear that that's actually going to happen when you're in the, in the throes of it and so much is happening and so much is changing and you're seeing, you know, loose skin and you're, again, it's one more thing we're saying, trust the process. You know, there are a few things that you can do, you know? So I think, I mean, this, even we're talking about this in the group this week, um, you know, just your skin and how it changes. And I think that's amazing that, you know, you you can come on and, and, you know, testify that it actually happened. Yep. There's hope. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That is definitely a fear, especially people who have lost larger amounts of weight. I don't know. I don't know if it's as much of a concern for people that have small changes, but big changes. And I mean, your change is a bigger change and there's people that have, you know, had um, higher numbers that have more to lose that worry about that, that are coming into the weight loss group right now. And to know that, you know, you're not going to, you're not starving and depriving your body when you're doing this. And even after when you're trying Mm -hmm. to maintain, you're still giving your body everything it needs and your body will repair itself when it's given the resources it needs for that. So that's good testament to the fact that you're, you know, are listening to your body and giving it everything it needs. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, we'd love for it to happen overnight and say, you know, it's, don't worry. It'll, it'll happen tomorrow. It'll happen the next day. You'll see it happen, but it does, it does happen. Your body takes time. You know, we use that analogy all the time of, you know, when you cut your hand and you're waiting, you know, if you sit there and you stare at it and it's, you know, it's not going to heal, it's not going to come together, but 
you know, your body is busy in the background all the time, even after when it's done, you know, losing the weight and, and regenerating. And so you said that you're also like adding more exercise. And do you feel like that's making a change here to, to the way your skin looks or to the way that For you're sure. feeling? For sure. I went through this transition where it was weird. My arms and my legs just look so thin and never in my life have they looked that thin. And I think I had actually lost a lot of muscle, that 35 pounds mm-hmm. was all fat. And so I just thought, okay, I need to fix this. And yeah, so, and, and they say there's muscle memory and I really believe it. Like I can actually see the changes where my biceps are getting bigger now. And yeah. And my, my glutes are rounding out a bit more now. So yeah, it's good. I probably yeah. do it twice a week. My resistance training. I go to a gym and do classes. So. Yeah. And it, you know, that's one of those things that also you're like, Oh, the, you talk about, you know, resistance training it doesn't actually make your skin tighter. I mean, again, you know, wouldn't it be amazing if it did? It doesn't make your skin tighter. It can help you build that lean muscle underneath, right? And help give that appearance. I just have a member asking um, if we think that your skin regenerated because you're young. And, you know, do you think Not it's young. because you're, <laughs> you're 52? <laughs> Sorry, you're which? I'm 52. I'm not that young. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think it really is. Um, you know, putting in, giving your body what it needs, feeding, feeding it, um, nutrient rich food, like really building that foundation and allowing it to repair on its own. You know, we want to debunk the myth of, you know, age is going to hold us back. And we really feel like, and even in the weight loss group, we talk about that too, you know, like it doesn't, your age doesn't, is not a factor here, does not need to be a factor here. Yeah. And I think it depends on really on your health and, um, what you're kind of putting behind that, what you're putting into it is really what you get out of it. So, you know, there's, there's health factors and we've said this before in the weight loss group. If you have health factors that are contributing to you, either having your weight slower to move, making, you know, making it harder for you to lose weight or something like that. And that is an age related health issue. That health issue needs to be addressed. But if your body is addressing those kind of needs, then you, you know, the resources are going to go in the right place once you're mm-hmm. able to give your body everything it needs. And that's, you know, the, what I know everybody's saying here, young looking 52, it's not your mother's 52 anymore. Totally true. Right. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's very hard, you know, but that's to, to also go to the health where your body is and where you are right now and how you're feeling. It's showing that's, you know, if this is what, you know, I might've guessed you in your thirties, if you had asked me, but oh, wow. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, definitely like the the way that you look and how you carry yourself, how you lost your weight and the work that you've put into that shows in everything. It shows you how you carry yourself. It shows in your energy. And that's what can kind of give you that youthfulness that people are seeing probably. And I think when you, when you feel good too, like when you feel good, you just, you just, you radiate something that's a bit different, you know, when you're feeling healthy and you're feeling strong we don't feel that every single day, but you know, I think that that comes through, it comes through in the way that you put yourself out there and, and how you present, and even, you know what, even in how you see yourself, you know, if you're feeling really great internally, you know, it's going to help you see yourself as a healthy person on the outside as well. So I think that goes a long way. It's certainly given me a, a big boost to my self-confidence. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just want to go back and talk about again, um, you taking solidifying really seriously. So I know you said you didn't really follow the program. Did you follow and you follow along with um, the tweaks 
or sorry, the podcast. Did you follow along with the tweaks each week? No, I that's what I didn't do because I didn't mm-hmm. really want to lose more weight in solidifying. That wasn't my goal at all. So mm-hmm. tweaks are the only thing that I didn't follow. I just followed like the standard food plan, like the eating six times a day and just eating mm-hmm. mindfully. But mm-hmm. I didn't do downsizing because I just thought I'm going to keep losing weight if I do downsizing. And at this point, I had almost everybody around me telling me to stop losing weight. Yeah. So reactions come, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, this week we're talking um, a lot to our members that are, are redoing the program to solidifying. And we were talking a lot about downsizing this week and how downsizing, you know, downsizing when solidifying is the same as it is in weight loss, but it's also different than it was in weight loss. So, you know, right now we, in the weight loss group, they're really focusing on, you know, nailing down downsizing and they're in the pursuit of weight loss and the pursuit of change and getting the scale to move. Where now in maintenance, we're asking our members that are redoing the program to downsize and, and to see what comes up, you know, do those same habits and associations or feelings, are they coming to the surface again? I guess when we talk about it being the same, that's what we mean that, you know, if downsizing was just more methodical as you went through it the first time, just going through the motions, now does it feel, you know, the same or those same associations creeping back up? Do you remember when you were, when you were losing, if you had, you know, food waste issues come up or issues about leaving food behind come up? So what I did is I just served myself smaller portions because mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that would not want to waste food. And I wouldn't see the point of putting two or three bites back in the fridge. So I just simply serve myself just a little less. Mm -hmm. Um, I make overnight oats for my breakfast every morning. So when I'm following the recipe for the overnight oats, I would just, instead of putting like a a full tablespoon of ground flaxseed, I'd put like a scant tablespoon. So like Mm -hmm. I would slightly reduce everything that was going in the recipe. And that's, mm-hmm. that's worked for me. And um, even now, it's funny, I did try downsizing one day this week. I, I actually did it on Sunday, thinking that it started on Sunday. Um, but I was so hungry. <laughs> yeah. Like it, and I thought, forget it. I'm not doing it this week. I don't need to do it. I'm eating mindfully. I don't want to lose any more weight. So mm-hmm. I'm not downsizing. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting that you brought that up, that you were so hungry because that's, I think that is in, in solidifying, this is where it's a little bit different, you know, like we're, when we, we want to bring the focus back to, um, you know, that feeling of satisfaction. I think we were so in tune to satisfaction when we, when we're going through the weight loss program that now we're solidifying a lot of our members are saying they're just doing what they've always done or they, you know, they know it works for them. So they're, they're just going to keep doing that where they almost get into this air, this like get into autopilot mode. And I know we've talked about this before that they're just going through the motions, just, you know, doing what they need to do. So this week with downsizing, we're asking them to refocus on satisfaction and portion sizes and, you know, are they, have they just been having the same portions all the time because that's what they think works for them? Or are they, you know, really being mindful and being in tune and, and remembering, oh yeah, this is what satisfaction feels like, or, oh, this is what being hungry feels like. You know, I know I I haven't maybe felt hungry for a little while and maybe it brings those emotions back up where, 
you know, I'm, I'm hungry now. Do I need to eat right away? Or, oh, do I remember this is a message from my body that I need to eat soon versus right away? You know, so really shaking up. We had a member say um, that this week was a great reminder for her um, to eat, um, to eat re- um, by how she feels and not by what her portions look like. Thank you for putting that up, Judy. <laughs> how I feel, not what my food looks like. Most of all, it reminds us how satisfaction really feels. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. So I think even I mean Kim, I know that you know you're going through the program again. It's no secret. So you're downsizing this week as well. Yeah, and what you, are you noticing this that it's bringing you back in tune again? Yeah, very much. Like I think, um, just thinking over on the past week, even lunch today, for example, when I like I I I served myself a smaller portion, not because I was purposely decreasing my portion, because when I honestly went down and dug into those questions, I was like. This doesn't look like much, but it's going to be enough. And sure enough, I ate it and it was enough. I don't even feel like, I don't feel like I actually downsized. I could have done better, but it already, I kind of got caught up in that. Like, this is like way less than I would have eaten last week looking at what the portion looked like. And it really did. It really dug in. Like, you know, I know I could trust my body. I know what satisfaction feels like. And feeling that like I didn't eat at all is what I'm at right now. It's perfect. It's this is exactly how I want to feel after a meal. So I feel like definitely it's something that no matter how many times you go through the program, whether you're in maintenance or you're still trying to lose that um, this week in particular, especially because it's our first crack in the program at the downsizing Mm -hmm. is really where you, I feel like I am hyper aware of my satisfaction, my hunger, how much I need in the moment, like even more so than last week when we started focusing on the mindfulness questions, because I feel like there's a little bit of wiggle room in what satisfaction feels like, but when you know, and it can change enough. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I just spoke out over you, but yeah, it can, you know, like you may think that you, we say it all the time too, you know, like what you need one day to feel satisfied is going to be different. And I think if we allow ourselves to just, you know, be on that autopilot, well, I ate this yesterday, so I must need this today, you know, rather than, you know, being in tune and, and really, you know, getting out of your head and back into your belly again. I think this is a great week for that to really, you know, kind of kickstart that or not even kickstart, but remind you again what that, what that's like. And do you find that happening? Oh, I should add that it was tortilla soup, 
which is much more <laughs> difficult. This is one of mine and Odette's favorite things. And we was- do. We love a good tortilla soup. I think it's the memories behind the tortilla soup. Yes, but that made yeah. it, it was something that I love and I would have loved to have had a huge bowl yes. of it because it is yeah. so delicious. So, I mean, that adds to it too, right? Like yeah. trying to so downplay something. Kim and I were in Whistler together this year in October. We went to a Mexican restaurant and had the most amazing tortilla soup. So now it's whenever we have it, we let each other know. So it brings back those memories. <laughs> that would have been a hard one to downsize today for sure. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> but Shannon, do you, do you feel like your hunger levels are changing like day to day? Like, are you in tune to that? Um, that's probably one of my weaknesses, to be honest. I, I fall into the category of the people that mostly eat the same thing, at least for breakfast Mm -hmm. and lunch. I'm pretty much eating the same thing every day. And then the dinner is when um, things differ. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, I would say really the dinner time is when I find my portions might be increasing a bit more than, than what they used to. And um maybe not eating as mindfully at dinner time, but definitely mm-hmm. for the rest of the meals and snacks throughout the day, I definitely am. Yeah. I yeah. feel like that's typical. Dinner is hard. Yeah. You know, we were talking about it earlier on the tweak this week. There's distractions with dinner because you're, you know, the family's there, you're tired. So you're not as in tune with what you want. Um, conversation. I also feel like in, like in our household, that's, I'm similar to you. I'll have like the same thing for breakfast or similar things often for lunch, but dinner's the one where we really think about like, Hmm, what do we want to have tonight? And that can kind of add to that wanting to eat a little bit more because you love what it is you're having. We tend to Mm. eat out at restaurants a lot for dinner also, my husband and I, so that that's more difficult also, I'd say. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It can be. It can be. I think that's one of, go ahead, Kim. I was going to say, yeah, order something that you don't like so that you don't want to finish. <laughs> it's a little bit counterintuitive when you're We don't want to get into. No, we don't want to be doing that. So eat your food, enjoy the delicious food. I, I feel like it was Gina that gave the tip at one point in time like, get the to go box right when you order your food. Like when they send mm-hmm. your meal, get your to go box then and then clear off what you know you don't need and leave yourself with a portion that you think looks realistic in the moment. And then it's right there. You have, okay, this is how I'm feeling. And then if you choose to leave a few bites after that, you still have that box there to load it up in. Yeah. Right. Or if you feel like it hasn't been enough, you can go back into the box and pull it out. You know, if you're really being in tune, I think that's what we really wanted to, you know, get across with, with downsizing and solidifying is just, you know, bringing back awareness to those changing hunger levels to satisfaction. And, you know, what does that feel like when we're having just a little bit less, you know, bringing awareness back to have you been eating till you're full or just past satisfaction and and knowing what that, what that feels like physically again, you know, just to, you know, have that stronger mind body connection and and listening to those cues. So I think downsizing is one of those tweaks that, um, again, with weight loss, it can be same, but different. So hopefully it's, you know, getting everybody just to even try it once and see if it brings it back. And we had a member, um, say that, you know, when you're downsizing, you're, you can be, um, forced, sorry, with downsizing and not being on autopilot, you can be forced to think of something different for, she was forced to think of something different for breakfast today because her cupboard was approaching bare. So she was, so then she ate mindfully, tossed a little into the garbage because I was satisfied before I was done. Thanks for the shakeup I needed. So 
had she reached for the same thing that she had always had, you know, perhaps that she was going to just eat it all because that's what she had always done. But just shaking up the routine a bit, disrupting that routine, having to grab something different, you know, really brought that awareness back. And, and this is, you know, kind of speaking exactly to downsizing. This is just maybe that shake up, that little tweak that you need to, to bring the awareness back. Yeah. So... How are you doing now, Shannon? So, you know, you're, we're a few months into your new routine. You're back to work. How would you say you're feeling now? I'm feeling good. I, I honestly believe that I'm not going to gain the weight back. I've, I've come Ooh. to that realization. I know that I'm, this is, I'm going to be successful. Um, so that's wonderful. I'm, I'm not as fearful as what I was when I went back to work in September. So that's, that's huge. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? I think it's a learning opportunity. I think anytime situation changes or there's going to be a shift, if we can look at that as a learning opportunity, like I wish that people that are going through a change or a shift now, you know, you could bottle up where you're at now and say, you know, six months ago, I didn't quite, or five months ago, I didn't feel this way. But now, you know, I went through it. It was a learning opportunity, you know, and look where you've come now. Yeah, for sure. And I'm only up like, less than two and a half pounds over my lowest low. So that's, that's pretty awesome. I think. Yeah. 10 pound range. Um, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think I'd want to be at the top of the range, but I'm fine. I still weigh myself probably, well, five times a week. I'd say on the weekends, if I'm away, I don't bring my scale with yeah. me. So yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. still get up every morning and weigh myself. I've actually stopped using the app. I'm not, I'm kind of still just doing things mindfully and I wake up and I think of my intentions for the day, but I, I used to always put them in the app. So I was somebody mm -hmm. that used the app religiously through the weight loss process. I think it really helped. Yeah. Um, but now I'm kind of moving away from that. I'm trying, I don't want to grab my phone first thing in the morning. That's probably one of the reasons why mm -hmm. I do lie in bed and I think about my intentions for the day. Yeah. Yeah. And I think using the app too, for a lot of people as a tool, you know, to help them build these habits and build these new routines. And it sounds like you have it now, like you get up in the morning and without having to use the app as a reminder or as a, uh, you know, as, as something that is a tool for you, you, you're doing it innately. You're able to, to do that innately where you don't necessarily need to have it, have it, you know, logged in the app, you know, even with water, if you feel like you're thirsty, you drink, you don't need, you know, if you, you don't feel like you need your app to tell you you're, you're, you don't have enough or you need to have a bit more, you know, innately you feel that, you know, that. I so think I that's think that, huge. Like, I feel like yeah. I've really come a long way because of yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to talk to you again. Now that you're just like in this, this, like just starting to test the waters and get started and starting to be a bit more lenient with things. I think it's going to, would be awesome to, you know, check back in again in, in a few months and see how it's going again. For sure. I'd love that. Yeah. It'd be awesome. So Kim, um, I'm just being cognizant of time. Anything that you want to um, add here in this conversation before we wrap it up? No, no, I think, you know, we covered it all. It's really downsizing, same but different. There are little bits of the some the important parts of what we learn during downsizing are can be carried into the maintenance process because it's not this tweak is not about eating less and it's never been about eating less. It's been about all of the things, issues and associations, 
portion sizes, how the food feels, being mindfulness and digging into those mindfulness questions. All of that is the important part of this tweak, not eating less food. So even if you're not trying to lose weight, there are lessons that can be learned with the steps in this week. So awesome. Thank you for that. Um, oh, Kim and Odette's favorite tortilla soup recipes. For those I got that are my favorite watching. recipe from Odette. So <laughs> can I call dibs on that one for posting? <laughs> I will. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll post my tortilla soup recipe. I will. Um, there's just one comment I wanted to close on. Um, Shannon, it's for you. It says Shannon is going about her day to day activities, looking good and feeling good. A hundred percent. So I'm so happy you came on and you shared that. (laughs) Definitely, definitely have you back on to to see how your journey's going. Um, But just looking ahead to next week. So a few things. So next week, um, for those, you know, that are asking, we have, we had talked about, we're having a special guest come on, on um, Monday on our, on our, in our noon time slot. So next week is Valentine's. It's Galentine's. It's the week of love. You don't need to have a Valentine. You can just love yourself. Um, and really that's what we want the focus to be on next week. So we're going to kick that off on Monday. We have a giveaway on Monday as well. So I hope everybody uh, has a chance to tune in and, and, um, you know, really digs into giving yourself a little bit of self-care and self-love next week. And I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the focus groups that Dr. Ruth Kane has going on right now. So this is really the opportunity to have your say, um, you know, get on, on one of these focus groups and let's just talk it out, hash it out what maintenance has been like. Um, we would love to hear everybody's experience. So that's just going to help us make this program, um, you know, even better and, and just help millions and, and millions of people. So that's what we want to do. And then on a final note, I keep saying on a final note, last words, I got one more. So next week, next week in the spirit of um, Valentine's, Kim and I are going to have a Galentine's on the next way in. So we're going to talk about all the things that we love. So if you guys have any questions, um, you know, the poster will go up. Let us know, um, you know, what you, what you are curious about, you know, maybe it's our favorite color. Maybe it's our favorite food. What do we, what, what are some of the things that we love and we'd be happy to share? So next week, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so Kim, thank you as always. Thanks for um, having me. Yeah. I, I love having you here. You're, you're a pretty good right hand, I have to say. Aw, thanks. <laughs> And Shannon, I'm so happy. I know I said this already. I'm so happy you came on. I think you Thank had you. So, much, so many great things to say. And I think you are. You're an inspiration to our members of, you know, who are maybe dealing with situational, situational change or have a bit of fear. You know, trust the process. It takes time. Mm-hmm. And um, on that note, I'm going to say um, good night and we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com